Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. Uh, today's an interesting episode, isn't it, Mum? It is. Because I'm attempting to do it whilst feeling the side effects of a, of a hefty migraine. Um, so if anyone out there that's listening has any home remedies for migraines that you're willing to share with me, that would be fantastic because they are kicking my butt this week. But the show must go on, mustn't it, Mum? <laughs> so here I am, trooper. You sure are. Braving huh? it through a half hour conversation with you. It's the um, one thing that's going to help you feel a lot better. That's all I can say. We'll see. I'm currently doing it with my eyes shut. So if that affects the dynamic, maybe we'll end up scrapping this episode. Let's see how it goes. Okay. <laughs> how are you feeling today, Sam? I'm doing really well, thank you. Yeah, I'm really, really good. Lovely to see you. Well, I can see you. Lovely to see you. Yeah. Lovely to be with you. It's, it's all really good. I'm really enjoying, ready to crack on with this episode. Are you feeling pressure to bring up the positivity because I've just brought the mood down? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> today's topic. Today, we are actually talking about relationships. And what I thought mum and I could do is share our three keys to having happy, successful, healthy relationships. And this isn't just romantic relationships, but this is relationships of any kind. Um, probably less so professional, I'd say more friendships and romantic relationships and the things that we think are crucial for those to succeed. Yeah, this was Holly's idea. So once again, put me on the spot. So um, <laughs> That's I'm, what we do on this podcast. Yeah. Yep. So I'm actually going to kick off first and ask Holly um, what her three keys are for successful relationships. But I really think what we also need to emphasize is these are our three keys. Um, they may not be yours. One might resonate. A couple might not. It really is you have to choose your own, obviously, but um, communication and relationships are everything, aren't they? So, and relationships we have all over the world. So, Holly, over are to you. Are you giving a spoiler that communication might be one of yours, ma'am? Over to you, Holly. <laughs> what are your three keys for successful relationships? Yeah, so my first one would be empathy. Um, I think the importance of empathy can't be um, overstated um, enough. I think it's so important that we take the time to empathize with each other and similarly show compassion to each other. I think it's still a really powerful thing of, you know, when you're a child and you're, you're told, you know, put yourself in that person's shoes. I don't think that that ever, you know, goes out of style or whatever as you get older. I think it's still really important. Um, and I think it's something that's difficult. Like definitely if I'm having an argument with Ellie or someone else, uh, it's not always my natural instinct or reaction to put myself in her shoes and to think about how she's feeling. But that does, when that does come, it helps a lot, um, with whatever we're struggling with at the time. And I think it just puts perspective on it. And I just think that, yeah, empathy is so important. I think it's actually a skill that you have to practice and learn. I don't think it always comes naturally. I think especially as we're in quite a, um, self-focused generation I would say where you're you're focusing on yourself and your own development and progression and that means that everything's quite inward looking and I think empathy forces you to look outside of yourself okay so just a question there yeah um with the um, and, and I yeah I really get that and, mm -hmm. and I think empathy is extremely important um a big one though in our society is judgment mm. 
talked um, about that last week. Yeah, yeah, and pervades so much, doesn't it? Mm. So really, to have empathy, you absolutely have to let go of judgment because they're almost like two en- two opposite ends of the of the pole. So really, what we're saying is to be empathetic. You and as you said, to stand in somebody else's shoes, you absolutely have to switch that switch from judge to, from being judgmental to standing in somebody else's shoes yeah and any tips on how to do that holly <laughs> let's put you on the spot <laughs> low pressure um tips of of what of how to move from judgment into empathy because yeah. they are a to z yeah they we... are two very opposite ends so how and i don't ever believe you can go from an a to z in a leap so what kind of steps would you feel are good useful um mm-hmm. productive to get you towards empathy especially if you're somebody and again this is no judgment who can kind of quickly make a judgment on things um and it's okay if you do I mean you know kind of we all do it at some time but the important thing is be aware of that blind spot if you're not aware of it and how do you then shift it Holly yeah I think we talked about tips to move away from judgment in the letting go of judgment episode which I think was episode nine so I won't focus on that too much but in terms of being more empathetic Mm -hmm. I think um not reacting so stop being so reactive is the first thing that I would say I think you're not coming from empathy when you're being reactive you're coming from you know anger or fear or whatever it may be so I think taking a step back you know when you're dealing with anyone and there's conflict coming up I think definitely taking a step back gives you the room and space to breathe to then be more empathetic Um, I think writing down your feelings is massively helpful again to kind of get out any frustration so you're not then projecting that onto the person even if it's justified it's it's never helpful like you know you always say to me you know if you're having a go at someone or being mean to someone Um, you always feel crap afterwards and it's because you're in resistance to yourself and you're not you know kind of being your true self uh it never feels good even you know you always say would you say you would rather be happy than than right right. yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i've definitely in the past wanted to be right and you've had to (laughs) and you've had to say that to me to kind of you know snap me out of it because being happy is more important than being right um so i think also writing down your feelings because i think a lot of conflict in relationships is us projecting our own stuff onto other people Mm -hmm. um and so do Doing things to minimize that, I think, is really key. Um, and in doing so, it makes you more empathetic because you have space in your head to come from the other person's perspective. Yeah. But if you're just so focused on your own pain or your own anger or whatever it is, it's really difficult to then, you know, remove yourself from it and see things from a different side. So I think I find writing down my feelings really helpful, definitely. Um, I'd 100% recommend doing that. Um, what else in terms of moving to empathy I think actually educating yourself I think listening to a wide range of podcasts opinions views going on YouTube whatever it may be just listening to people that maybe a different background to you different life experiences different age you know you can get so much from listening to people that are older or younger in terms of a different perspective and I think that you know widens your perspective so much that empathy is then easier when you're actually dealing with people in your day-to-day life as well so I think that's really important too um, because I think it's easy to get wrapped up in our own little world with the people that we contact every single day and not step outside 
of of that view or that outlook mm. um and it's so easy now in today's you know age to educate yourself there's no excuse to not kind of get on the internet or or whatever so yeah i think those are probably the three three keys that i'd say being put on the spot okay <laughs> like you've just done okay cool <laughs> Okay, thank you for that, Holly. A pleasure. Why do I feel like I'm being interviewed? <laughs> okay, um, so number two. Number two Your is, second key here. Yes, my second key, for me personally, mm-hmm. my most successful, happy relationships, when I think about the people in my life that I really connect with yeah. and really gel well with, is laughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I value this more as I've got older because there's less people that I have this with. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know why that may be. Or maybe I just find less things funny. Um, but there are a few people in my life that really make me laugh mm. and you're one of them. Oh. Um, sometimes <laughs> you don't know you're doing it. <laughs> True. It may be at you instead of with you, yeah. but the, the, the effect is still there. Um, but yeah, the people that make me laugh, it just brings such a lightheartedness mm. to the relationship and to the interaction. Um, and I need that sometimes, you know, sometimes well, we I can all do, be, don't we? yeah, definitely. But mm. I think sometimes I can be in my own head a lot and I can get bogged down with, you know, just negative thoughts or whatever it may be. And so having those people that I can rely on to kind of, you know, just make me laugh and I make them laugh and it just, yeah, it brings a lot of light, um, to, to my day or my week or whatever. So, um, I think, yeah, laughter is key for me because it's just the best form of medicine genuine genuinely um and yeah it just it leaves me feeling so much lighter um so special shout out to you special oh, shout out to ellie yeah and definitely my best friend marwa who i just think is the funniest person in the world she's yeah. another savage in my life yeah and um yeah she never fails to kind of entertain me in that way so yeah laughter is key too lovely so what would key three be so my final one we're just going to do three each mm-hmm. um is honesty mm-hmm. uh so i think that honesty is really key because i don't for me personally i can't have genuine relationships with people if i can't be honest with them um because it means that i'm holding things back i could be walking on eggshells you know we'll never get to a deep relationship if if there isn't that layer you know, of honesty. And if there isn't that kind of, you know, trust that we will hold each other accountable and we'll be honest with each other. Um, definitely. I think this is hugely important in romantic relationships, but even just in friendships, you know, if I can't be honest with you, um, and tell you how I'm feeling without fear of, you know, someone flying off the handle or taking it really badly or personally or whatever, and vice versa, then I think that there's always a limit to how far we can go, as friends, you know, or in our relationship. Um, and that's why, you know, my circle of, of really close friends is, is really small. Mm. Um, because, and, and for the majority of those relationships, they're long, long years, you know, year relationships yeah. that I've had for a long time mm-hmm. because it takes time to build that trust. It's not something that you can have instantly. And normally it actually comes out of tricky times or tricky situations. And I think that's when you realize, you know, who you can trust and who you can lean on. And also like, you know, you may have, have an argument with someone and then everything's okay. You know, because you trust each other, you know, you're coming from a good place. You've built that love and the relationships based on all those positive feelings that when it does go wrong for whatever reason, uh, it's actually really lovely to be like, cool, we're still here. We came out the other side um, and we can keep holding each other accountable. Mm. So I think, yeah, honesty is really, really important for me. Um, 
I, I want my friends to be honest with me. I want to, you know, I want to keep growing as a person and as a human. And I can only do that if I'm surrounded by people that hold me accountable, because I actually think holding someone accountable and having those tricky conversations is the biggest compliment you can pay someone because they're difficult and they're hard and you're willing to put in that effort and energy for someone else mm. um, without knowing, you know, necessarily how it's going to turn out. You're, you're willing to do that. And I think that it's, you know, it's easy to around, surround yourself with a lot of yes men, um, but that's not ultimately going to get you far at all. Mm. So those are my three keys, empathy, laughter, and honesty. So, mum, you're now yes. in the hot seat. Right. <laughs> it's okay. time for your three keys. What do you think are the key things for happy, healthy relationships? Okay, so the first thing I think that's really, really important for healthy, happy relationships is a healthy, happy relationship with yourself. Agreed. Um, and I don't think there's enough attention given to that. It's all external, not internal. And the fact is, though, that if we're looking outside of ourselves to help ourselves feel good, then what happens when those externals go or become wobbly or lose their foundations or whatever? Well, then we allow that to affect us. Um, and we, we have everything that we need within us. But it does, just like we have to nurture external relationships, we have to nurture internal relationships with us and that as I said that's not given any attention to what do you mean by we have everything we need within us well as you know as we know I, I'm an energy worker so and we know that we work with universal laws we know that we work with our higher self and the higher self is the larger part of you so if we could just focus on connecting to that that wise part of us, that larger part of us that genuinely um, is connected to joy, abundance, um, limitless potential, all of that, solution-focused, solution-focused, um, fun, you know, love, all of, all of that. If we could just focus on our connection to that, give our attention to that, then we would we would feel really good within ourselves. And then anything external is, is, is just a blessing. It's just an extra gift. But let's actually look within and actually develop that relationship, come from a place of feeling good within us, and then attract or develop relationships external to us. Do you think you've always given enough focus and time to your relationship with yourself no. and self-love? No, not when I was younger, for sure. Not why, do you no. think that, why do you think that is and why did it change? Well, you know, we've gone through this in um, older episodes, haven't we? Um, when I was younger, I didn't know what I know now, you know, and um, it's been a journey. And I'm sure for, for you, for anybody, it's a journey, isn't it? We're on a journey. We can either ignore that journey or, or not. And with that journey, yeah, and with doing energy work and with understanding how it all works, it, it's become incredibly important to me that I want to stay connected to that larger part of me. And to not disconnect, because when we disconnect, we come from fear, uncertainty, worry, anxiety, stress. We allow conditions external to us to affect us. And then, gosh, it's a tricky one then, because we live in this world where there are conditions that change every day. And, you know, we all, all know that we've, we're 
coming out hopefully but you know we're in a big condition called covid and that's really you know knock people off their center which i completely get completely understand that's a major condition though but we have smaller conditions around us all the time and are we going to allow ourselves to um be only be okay if everything around us is okay that's really tricky whereas if we if we connect to all of who we are and tend to that then we'll have some semblance of balance and groundedness while stuff around us is going on. I think that's something you definitely do a lot more when you're younger. You know, if you're, say, I don't know, you're in a relationship or even just with your friends, if you have an argument or something goes wrong, it's like the whole world is ending. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's so intense and it it takes on this huge importance mm-hmm. and you kind of can't see beyond that thing. Yeah. Um, and it means that you are constantly limited by outside conditions because if your relationships are good, then you're good. But if they're not, then you're not. Yeah. And that's a really kind of, tricky place to to be in mm-hmm. uh because you're you're not centered yourself you're always kind of concerned with what's going on around you so i think that's a very good key mum. i think it pardon the pun but i think it is key oh see what you did there yeah, yeah spicing it up eh yeah. but but i do definitely <laughs> I, I think it is key you know yeah. relationship with you first and then relationship with everything else around you mm-hmm. um but it's, to, it sounds pretty awful, but it's pretty short-sighted to hope that everything and everybody around you can make it good or right for you. Yeah. Uh, it's One, it's not fair on anybody else and because they can't. They'll never do enough cartwheels to please you. And two, empower yourself. Empower mm-hmm. yourself. You know, you have the power within you. You've either just forgotten or you just don't know how to access it. So keep listening to the episodes and you'll know how to access it. Gosh, that's bigging us up there. <laughs> True that. Making promises I hope we can keep. Of course we can. All right. So, Mum, what is your second key? Okay, so number two, and again, huge one, not as huge as number one, uh, communication. Massive. Um, I think people actually forget how to communicate. I also think that... Why do, you, why do you think that? In terms of COVID or just generally? I, I do think COVID has, has accelerated that. I do. I think the more insular we get, um, as in working from home, or you live on your own and you work from home, um, and you're just on Zoom all the time, and even though you're communicating with people on Zoom, it's Zoom. It's, it's not face-to-face communication. And there is a difference there. You are literally behind a screen. Um, which kind of tells you something, doesn't it? Um, and honestly, how many people out there, as an example, are on Zoom calls and they're in their pyjama bottoms? I'm not being funny because you can hide. Why are you judging me for that? <laughs> That's no tax. judgment <laughs> at all. Um, at all. But it's interesting, isn't it? We can hide. And um, I, d- I do think COVID has accelerated, or working from home has accelerated that very much. Um Communication, incredibly important. I do think, answering your question as well, I do think that people, they get busy. Um, The the main major things, um, life can go by and they don't communicate it, you know, because we get on with it, you know, life's busy. Um, Energy's moving faster than it ever has before, which means time is moving faster than it ever has before. There are more strains on people, stresses on more people. More distractions as well. More distractions. More things to keep a- you busy. Absolutely. So stuff may well go on or you may well feel something or whatever, but you get on with it. 
And it's so interesting, actually, that just say you are in a partnership with somebody is you'll make sure that you talk about the day-to-day running of things just to make sure they're all in place. But the actual big things, you might just deal with and get on with it. That's what I was going to say. I think communication, I would add to that point, if you don't mind me adding to your key. No, <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I didn't crash yours, but okay. <laughs> I would say that it's... I wouldn't say it's the frequency. I'd say it's the quality of communication. Definitely, yeah. Because there's friends I have, you know, that we can yeah. go weeks, months without speaking, but then when we do, we have really deep, meaningful conversations. Yeah. Um, and then there's people, I don't know, colleagues or whatever that I speak to every day, but don't really have that deep kind of relationship with. So yeah, I think, no. yeah, quality over quantity yeah. and frequency for sure. Absolutely. But it's interesting then, isn't it, that with all these distractions and time moving so fast, it literally is our attention is given to the superficial stuff. Um, where well, it's because our attention span so short now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but I do, I really do mean this. You know, we are born and develop resilience. So it really is. This has happened. I'm getting on with it. Um, and and to a certain extent, if you're talking about the law of attraction, that's really good because let's not talk about the stuff that's going on and add to the momentum of it. So to a certain extent, that's good. But in relation to communication, what that means is if you are in a partnership with somebody is you are actually um, cutting out quite a lot of your life, which means then what does that mean? That that has to, just has to start to develop a gap on some level, just because the other person doesn't actually know what's going on, the big stuff, like you said, in your life. So communication is huge. Communication, how you feel, communication, how you would like things to be, maybe communication about what's tough. Uh, Don't wallow in that. We don't want to get more of that. But communication in what's tough, communication on what's going really well. People don't even do that. You know, it's like, and, and as we've said before, you know, people will focus more on the negative, actually. But, um, yeah, people won't even remember the good stuff to tell their partner, um, expressing maybe what they would like differently, um, it, expressing how they're evolving even. I don't know. But communication is a big one, and I do think that it's something that is in danger of almost becoming extinct to a certain extent. <laughs> really, I do, for the big stuff. Yeah, for the big... I've made you laugh, little one. <laughs> she said evolving, which made me think of a Pokemon. Um, a funny Pokemon fo- fans out there. Um, and then Pokemon. you said communication is in danger of becoming extinct. I do. I might have the to... the big stuff. We could put that as a quote. We could put that as a quote. I don't really want to put that anywhere, but, um, oh, oh. you know, it's living a hell yes, not living a hell no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> focus on the good. I am... No, I am focusing on the good. But this no, I do know what you mean. But, no, I do. but yeah. in the, you know, in our episodes, what we really want to do is highlight and and bring an awareness and I do think that's what's happening so mm. let's shift it let's change it the point is let's change it would you say your communications got worse or are you immune to that no I'm not immune but I think because my work is all about communication mm. as a coach very true um you you'd be in a bit of a tricky position yeah if you had I mean communication you just, skills yeah you you it's I think now it's you don't even it's unconscious competence you don't even know you're doing it you, yeah. you're just, you did bring me up to talk about anything and everything that was yeah. always the, the yeah, way in our of house course, yeah. absolutely really really important yeah Definitely. but um no but I do do think that's important so in this episode you know this is all about as well if you're recognizing yeah actually that's me then do something different do something different you know yeah but these are our keys so other people well, might not think they're important true that 
Uh, <laughs> on that note, yeah. number three, your final one, Savage, hit me. Okay, so come on, this has got to be in there, hasn't it? And that is love. Please, can you elaborate? Because I think that's a bit of a a nothing word. Oh, 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 oh. With love. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is about key, a key to a great relationship, you know, or great relationships. Love is the highest emotion you can stand in. When you are standing in love, you can, if you try, you can be unconditionally accepting of other people, unconditionally loving. You can give it out, you can receive it back. This world has to, a world, any world, any galaxy, any planet, develops through love. It's the, it's the highest vibrational state you can be in. So it's not just love that's the key, it's coming from love, coming Come, from a place yeah, of love first. Absolutely. Okay, that's, that makes a lot more sense yeah. to me. Not, not like, I love you and, and all that kind of stuff, and red roses too. and all of that. <laughs> but it really is about, you know, let's, I, I know, you know, we've spoken about this before, about empathy and no judgment and stuff like that. But if you're really honestly intending love, you cannot come from any lower vibration. And I know sometimes people find it tricky because they really do believe that. And and I really think that I could get lobbed at by a lot of people for saying this. But um, I'm sure a lot of people truly believe that they're always loving. Question yourself because are you conditionally loving in other words, I love that person or I love that friend or I love that because of what they do. Because when they don't do, are you still feeling in that loving vibe? I'd probably say no that's for in- a lot of the time. I think that's an interesting point, just delving into that a bit deeper. I completely agree with you and I think um, unconditional love is the key, but I do think that's easier said than done. Definitely. And I do also think there's an element of what are you willing to accept though in terms of behavior. So, you know, you, for example, you've spoken before about how in your first marriage, you weren't happy. There was behavior going on that you didn't want to accept. But uh, could I then flip that back to you and say, well, you should have been coming from unconditional love, which meant that you stayed and took that on because you love that person regardless of what's going on. Um, so you're flipping stuff back at me. You love flipping stuff back at me, don't you? <laughs> I, love, I love to be controversial. Devil's um, advocate. Okay, you see, but that's a tricky one, isn't it? What's the difference? That's, I'm okay. just genuinely curious, because obviously, okay. yeah. you know, you were yeah, right yeah. to leave that marriage 100%, and I think that was the right thing to do, and I think you still love, you know, you can still love that person and make the decision that's right for you, but I just, you know, unconditional love, I think you need to break that down a little bit more. I shouldn't have said this as key three. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, okay, so it is tricky um, because we we teach ourselves to reward we'll, that's a really good point yeah. we'll love somebody or something if they do this or if they do that and um most people i would say spend their lives doing that i know? think we're a very reward driven society yeah. as well like as long as you rock up and do this then mm-hmm. then i'm with you and when you're not then i'm not kind of thing and um you see the the, the trouble with that is it's not even really about you with whoever it's about you Because if you're, again, it goes back to um, the first point, you know, if you're, if you're saying, I only love you if you do this, well, you're not saying it, but it's it's what you're unconsciously doing. 
I'll only, I only love you if you do this, then, oh man, you're, you're living conditionally. It's like, you know, you're feeling okay if everybody does these cartwheels and then you're not feeling okay if, if they don't do these cartwheels and then you're struggling because you don't understand why they're not doing these cartwheels and then you're getting even more upset and, and it just... It, it just builds huge momentum around resistance, okay? If you instead can look at somebody through the eyes of love, and I'm not saying, you know, like uh, being in love and adoring, but actually looking at somebody from a place of acceptance and love, as in they're doing the best they can with the tools they've got. Remember mm-hmm. that NLP presupposition. Um, you, anyone, me, will feel a lot better with whatever it is they do. You won't be so off-center because they're not doing what you want them to do. You can be more, and this, it will teach you to go within you and only look at you for your own reassurance. From that place of strength, of course, you can give a gaze out that's loving. But when you're lacking and when you're looking for somebody to shore up and fill up what you feel you're missing, and then they're not giving it, you're going to withdraw your love. And that's not really what we're here for. If you, if you really are connected to your higher self, you are here to vibrate from uh, an energy of love. You truly are. And when you withdraw it, um, you're withdrawing it because somebody's not playing your tune. But what if you need to withdraw it? For your mental well-being, or you no, know, no, it, I I'm think, not talking. I think I'm there not, are, you, you know, I'm there not are talking situations. About, I'm not talking about situations like abuse or anything no, like I know, that. Yeah, no, I'm I know. not talking about that at all. But what I am saying is, if if you, I'm just talking about general day-to-day stuff. Mm-hmm. If if um, I don't know, say a partner hasn't, um, I don't know, he she hasn't done with the little things. What you love, wanted basically. them to yeah. do? Yeah. Well, come on, let's be honest. How many? People would get cheesed off with that. And yeah, I'm I not, never get cheesed not, off. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not going to talk to you until, and I'm not yeah. going to do this until. What? Really? Mm-hmm. Um, why can't we just, and, and I get it. It might be, um, how can I put it? It might not make your day because maybe it's interfered with something you wanted or or timings or whatever. But don't be ruled but, by that yeah, in your response. But, but, yeah. but, you know, just go beyond that if you can it's always go beyond that petty detail and if you can stand in a place of love yeah. that's that's really it and i'll tell you because it will help you it's not about the I'm, I'm really, honestly this isn't about the other person this is about you you know you will feel so much better if you can come from a place of feeling good because when you feel good you're connected when you don't feel good you're disconnected from all of all of the power of who you truly are mm. don't disconnect Stay connected. See, I feel bad for pushing you further on that one, but we then got a great explanation. So, and, and I'm just going to finish off, Holly. Actually, oh, with the calendar today, the, the explain saying, what the, cal- the, what say, the calendar the is. The saying <laughs> on the calendar: we have calendars, both Holly and I. Same calendar. I bought it for her for Christmas, where it has wonderful, empowering, inspirational quotes on it. It's from Louise Hay. It's right? Louise yeah. Hay. Yeah. yeah. And today They're great. They're really is great. so relevant to our podcast subject and I just want to finish off with this I recognize and acknowledge that in this world we are all interconnected and we are we are one energy so let's come from love 
I love that, Savage. What I'll do as well is I'll pop a link to the calendar if it's, oh, yeah. if it's out for next okay, year cool. because it is a really lovely gift. They, they normally bring it out um, around this time. And I was asking mum for one for years before she finally got me one and not just got herself and her friends one. Yeah, and she so. withdrew her love at that point. <laughs> My love was dependent on receiving the yeah. calendar. But you, you got it, so it was all fine. Yeah. We're oh, see, another, we're here, Yeah, we're here for another year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Savage. That was, I really enjoyed that Good. discussion. Thank you Good. for boosting me with my migraine. Um, I'm going to go take a nap now. Oh, can um, we stop talking about the migraine? Oh, that's really compassionate, empathetic, and <laughs> loving, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. really. Wow, what got I those keys down. What, what I don't want to do is have moment, build momentum on it, darling. Yes, you okay. know I love you. Okay. Um, thank you so much to anyone that's still listening. We hope you have a wonderful week. Uh, as always, there are links in the description as to where you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. And thank you so much for listening. Enjoy living. A hell, hell yes. yes. Bye bye. <laughs>